This is JJ, and you're listening to my dad and the Broken Ashy Podcast. Enjoy. What's up, y'all? It's J.O. back with the Broken Ashy Podcast. Um, it feels really strange saying that. It's been about a good, what, I want to say 10 weeks, 10, 11 weeks since I've said that. Um, yeah, as most of you know, I was involved with another podcast, the Out of Pocket Podcast, but that's that's over. Um, I'm back. I'm back with the uh the original content, the original brand, that Broken Ashy. I hope uh, everybody enjoyed the Out of Pocket Podcast. But yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm back. I'm back to the original plan, man. It feels it feels good to be back, man. I'm I'm back home in New York recording. I'm actually not in a legit studio. I'm in like a makeshift studio right now, so I don't know how the, the quality is gonna come out. But I'm hoping that it still sounds top notch. But I was reading something and it was like basically like. Anywhere you go should be a studio. You know, just like one of those, like, you know, uh, Stitcher type, Gawker type blog post things about recording audio and not a studio. Because I had, I, I had gotten spoiled because um, since the inception of my podcast, I've, I've had access to my school's uh, studio. And now that I'm home, I'm definitely, I'm definitely not the, about to go be shelling out hundreds and hundreds of dollars for studios. So if anybody has a studio... And they want to let me rock, holler at me, uh, email me, hit me up or something. But I'm not about to go to a quad studio where Pot got shot and all these other places paying an engineer and stuff like that. When I could just do my little makeshift thing. So I'm going to try to make sure the quality is as best as it can be. But like I said, I'm just glad to be back, man. Um, it's been a long time. I'm feeling like Jay-Z when he dropped Kingdom Come, but hopefully it won't be any stinkers like like it was on that album. So I'm going to try to bring the, the best content that I know how, the stuff that I been was bringing before. Um, Yeah, as we approach, man, summertime, and I'm, I'm just, I'm so excited. It feels good to, like, you know, just put your shorts on. And, fellas, make sure y'all, y'all not out here in jorts, man. We, we definitely not going to endorse any jorts this year. I don't want to see any, any jorts, uh... Jorts like uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, that's that definitely won't be the move. But and ladies, make sure y'all y'all pedicured and manicured up. This this, this right. I'm and fellas, cash app your queen, man. Cash app us some bread, you know. If you know she outside looking scruffy, don't have her out here representing you like that. But yeah, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to uh, Memorial Weekend. It's going to set. It's, y'all usually sense the tone for the summer. That's like the first official barbecue weekend. Hopefully everybody's out there with the the name brand hot dogs and, and and hamburger and hot dog buns. Go get some Martins potatoes. Go treat treat your people right. Treat your guests right. Don't have them with the ninety nine cent bread that you bought that's gonna fall apart as soon as you put the hot dog on it or the the the, the hamburger bun that's going you know shred apart as soon as you open it up to slide the burger in. Don't do that to your guests. Go go spend a little bread. Get that Martins potato. Make sure y'all not out here using hunts. <laughs> catch up either because that would be tragic so we just want to make sure we, we, we set the tone we, we, we're not coming in to cook out season actually and make sure y'all playlist is right it's nothing worse than being at an event and they playing funeral music like i want to hear like this is this is where it gets tricky too because like right now we in a time where uh basically r kelly is canceled supposedly so i want to see if i hear step in the name of love or Fiesta or Move Your Body Like a Snake or Ignition. So I'm I'm looking to see if those four songs are played because right now we're in the time where 
most mostly all of our black celebrities are being canceled. So I'm just I'm just I'm just waiting to see what happens with that. But yeah, uh, shout out to cookout season. Shout out to everything. Um, right now it's just a weird climate we in. Like we in a really weird climate. Um, first and foremost, uh, I want to talk about the NFL. Like yesterday was uh one of the like saddest days in like uh professional sports history because basically here we are. Uh, basically the owners of the NFL passed a rule where. A person finding, I mean, a person uh, kneeling down when the uh, American flag, the national anthem is being sung, can be fined. And I don't, <laughs> people are so pressed for this flag and what the flag represents. What does the flag represent? For black people, we have a different representation of what the flag means to us. We have the oppression, we have the police killings, we have, I, I don't want to go down the list of what we have, but. Basically, the flag doesn't mean anything of greatness, of importance to us. So, we're not disrespecting that aspect, but we're saying as us, we're not going to stand up for a flag which doesn't see people of color in the same light that they treat Caucasians. And that's what the flag represents. But that the owners yesterday just voting to be in place of that just lets you know that how they feel about you. Like, this is nothing more than a business for you. They don't care about you as a person. And... That's why, like, when uh, shout out to Meek, Meek had just came home and he had been on his uh, whole press run, and he kept mentioning Robert Kraft, and it just never felt right. Sat right with me. First of all, first of all, New England, that whole territory is just straight racist, like straight racist. Like, if Kyrie Irving and Jason Tatum weren't killing, they would be calling these dudes n words every night, and. Just the fact that Meek was so blindly, you could tell that Meek isn't the most uh, educated person because, like, basically, I'm not saying his vocabulary is limited or the way he speaks is, is isn't proper. I'm just I'm I'm going based upon like a, a fact here. Like, he he's out here speaking blindly on on Robert Kraft when it's it's been known that this man has ha, has done racist acts. He supports. Tom Brady, who 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 then supports MAGA, you know what I mean. If you support MAGA off the rip, you can't explain anything to me about about your political stance because because it's basically just one sided. Like most most MAGA people don't even have a reason why they support MAGA other than the fact that I I I don't know, but yeah. So me, say, I'm saying all that to say this. Starting today, today is May 24th. I will no longer be supporting the NFL. Shout out to the Eagles who won, who I I I, I made stake as my, my my team last year from 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 being a Jets fan, but I can no longer support that. And I would do the same for basketball because it just comes a point where we as blacks, I understand we love the sport of football. It brings us much endearment, and we get to cheer for our team, and you get to eat wing specials, and all right, that's cool. But if we're not standing up, like there's no reason why we should not be supporting Cap right now. All of us when. He's basically fighting for the injustice that, that occurs to us on a daily basis. So, I I I would ask you to I would ask y'all to, not 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 to not to pick and choose what you stand for, but basically just have a little more courage with what you stand for. Cause I I know some of y'all when y'all watching these watching these football games and, and and stuff, you can feel that you know it's not right that you shouldn't be watching it, but you 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 love the sport so much you're gonna just keep. But I would ask you guys, just challenge yourself a little bit this season, because. 
this could be a, this could be a defining moment for us as as as, a, as as black people and other minorities as well, where we could start our own leagues where we don't have to rely on this now. Like, we if we start building our our wealth correctly, we see that these owners don't care about us. It's just all about the bottom line for them. We build our own thing, and I'm hoping that's that's what happens now. But shout out to uh. Shout out to the Jets, uh, even though their 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 owner and chairman, uh, Woody Johnson, he he's been known to to spew some stuff. But they basically said they would pay all of the fines for their players who who kneel this season. And I mean that's cool, but it should never. If if you felt that way, why didn't you take that stance in that meeting when y'all had to take a vote? If you felt like this is wrong, why not be the voice who 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 didn't let this pass through? Who who fought? Who had resistance with this? Don't just you know what I mean. But uh, like I said, I'm boycotting. Uh, I'm boycotting the NFL this season, and I hope that you guys take the same stance. Um, the playoffs for the NBA have been something. Uh, it hasn't. It hasn't. It hasn't. It hasn't felt right for me. I don't know why. Like I don't. Well, my team obviously isn't in it. We haven't been in it for years now. Um, as you know, I'm a Knicks fan, and we we probably won't smell the playoffs until. Until JJ is about 15 or 16, and uh, PSA he's eight right now, so we're years and years away. Um, yeah, the playoffs have felt really strange for me. Like you, you kind of know, like the two, the teams, the two teams that are gonna uh, advance from the West. You, you you knew that from the jump. You knew that it would either be Golden State or the Rockets, and you knew that. Well, I, honestly, this year I thought it would be the Raptors or the Cleveland Cavaliers. I had no idea. That the Raptors would be this trash again, and I'm 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 actually very pleased that they got rid of Dwayne Casey because I've said for a long time he was the thing that was holding the Raptors back, and just to see how his players quit on him, it was it was something that I ha- I hadn't seen since uh, I don't know I don't think I've ever seen anything like that where guys would just basically just admit in defeat to LeBron like he was Thanos or something like come on man. Like, shout out to the Raptors, man. But that that was pitiful, man. And I I I I mean, I'm I'm happy that they got their coach fired. But where, where did they go now? Cause you you gave all this money to Demar Johnson. I mean, Demar Johnson to uh, Demar Derozan, and you gave all this money to Kyle Lowry. And it's like, I don't know. You kind of you kind of shot yourself in your own foot. But I've been watching LeBron since I want to say. 2002, I want to say it was when 2001, I want to say, because I was in the supermarket with my mom and I saw the Sports Illustrated, Sports Illustrated that said the chosen one. So from that moment there, I had been watching his career, and he's like a player I've never like we've never seen before because this guy is just something spectacular. But like just seeing him come back to life, like him be humanized, because for his whole career he's been this super freakish athlete. Where you've always said. Man, how's this guy been so good for so long? But just to see him be brought back down to earth is kind of crazy. And like, like, like people always say, Father Thomas undefeated, and to see him struggle with a Boston Celtics team without Kyrie, kind of depressing. And I don't know, man. I don't, I don't, I don't see, I don't see Cleveland beating the Celtics. I, I, I would hate. I honestly don't want the black women's team, the Boston Celtics. I, PSA, if anybody could tell me, if any black woman could chime in and tell me why they are Celtics fans, I would be greatly appreciative of that because 
Since I've been young, black women have loved the Celtics, and I just don't get it. They yeah, be from everywhere in the country, but y'all just love this racist team. Like, is it the logo y'all love? Like, y'all, y'all definitely don't remember when Antoine Walker was there. I think most people probably became Celtics fan when the big three was there. Do y'all remember my man Kenny Kenny Anderson? Y'all remember Kenny? Yeah, I I don't I don't. <laughs> y'all wasn't there when uh, Eric Williams was was big being it up. Yeah, y'all, y'all don't probably remember Eric Williams. So. I just always intrigued me while most black women were Celtics fan. But, yeah, I don't see LeBron beating the Celtics team. And the fact that this Celtics team without Kyrie could go to the finals just shows you how important coaching is. And everybody wants to just say how great players are. But, again, you need great coaches, which, again, goes to my point with the Houston Rockets. They killed all season. And you look at their coach, Pringles, who looks like the the man on the Pringles can, Mike D'Antoni. He cannot coach, and I've been saying that for the longest time. Like, it's cool to score a lot of points, but do you have any plays? Do you have any strategies? Like, what's going on? Like, we we see, and the fact is, Steve Kerr of the of the Golden State Warriors, he's he's not even a better coach than him. He just basically was given three of the most freakish talents in the NBA. Like, you have a, a seven foot guard out there with Kevin Durant, and you have Steph Curry who can pretty much shoot from anywhere on the floor, which is the craziest thing I've ever said. And you got Klay Thompson. I, I hate Draymond Green, by the way, but that, that team is just freakishly good. So Kerr doesn't really need to come in with a, a complete matchup every night because he, he has players who can pretty much figure it out on their own. And, yeah, like like I've been saying, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about these playoffs, man. Like, uh, I, I, I'm enjoying it because we, we still have basketball. But I don't know. I just it just doesn't have a, a good vibe to me. Uh, I'm hoping I'm hoping if the Celtics do beat the Cavs and go to the NBA Finals, that the Golden State Warriors just get this over with quick. Because if the if the Celtics win one or two games, then the league's in trouble next year. Cause think about it, you're a trash team. Well, you were supposed to be a trash team because you lost. Your best player in Kyrie, you, you you had a guy who you chased last summer, and Gordon Hayward who you signed, and he hasn't even played the whole season. So if once he comes back, that's that's gonna be kind of crazy. So I'm hoping that they don't win any games because I would hate for them to just go into the off season like with some bright points. I want them to just get beat so bad where they they gotta go back to the drawing board and figure things out, but. With Brad Stevens, you you never can tell. So, tomorrow is Friday, which is the start of the, the holiday weekend. But it's a, another big moment. Uh, we got my man, uh, Push a Ton, little brother Terrence, one half of the Clips, uh, vice the uh, the pre- actually the president of Good Music. And that checked on bounce. What he said on that song? And uh, vice president checked on bounce. President checked on bounce. Well, yeah, he's dropping at the long-awaited King Push tomorrow. And I heard a snippet of a song, and it sounds so fire. But he's still dissing Drake. And guys, all right. To give you a timetable on this, it's been about a good three years now. Cause the. After the clips broke up, the latter part 
actually even when they were the clips Pusha spent a, a, a chunk of time dissing Wayne dissing little Wayne and that never really materialized into anything you know what I mean because I don't think Wayne wanted those problems because Pusha is a lyrical you know what I mean savage and his, his bar structure is just too complex for, for Wayne don't get me wrong Wayne is a spitter he spits very well well he used to spit very well I'll say that but the complex style that Pusha had wouldn't have been a fair matchup for uh, for the young Dwayne Carter at the time so but since that didn't really take off Pusha has spent a chunk of time going at uh, young Aubrey the, the six guy and Drake has not responded, and, and for, like I'm usually a fan of all beefs in hip hop, but this really doesn't make sense as a hip hop beef because Pusha doesn't have the fan base that a Drake has, so Drake really has nothing to gain by by going at him. You know what I mean? Pusha might come out and sell three hundred thousand at best. Drake's gonna drop in June and and break whatever record he set on iTunes last time. So, what what really is the point for Pusha? I mean, for Drake to go at Pusha T, you know what I mean? And for Pusha, it, it just kind of looks corny at this point. And I, I I want him to to stop because on the last project, Darkest Before Dawn, he had a line where he was like, uh, CEO smacking rap. He said, "Rap." We said something. Basically, he talked about Puffy smacking Drake. And now he, now Puff and Drake are cool again. So it's like, you you did all that. I, I guess he he added that line in because at the, the the time Puff was executive producing that project, and I guess he threw that line in to get like brownie points or just to show Puff like, yo, the bars is there. I could I could talk about whatever, but the dude that you. You you referenced in the bars is back cool with Aubrey. So like, what wh- what do you what do you seek to gain from this? And the, and the crazy part is, Pusha has never come out and uh, publicly stated why he has an issue with Drake, which makes this uh, a bit more confusing, you know. So I'm just kind of kind of intrigued on on why this keeps happening, or, or or what he what he seeks to gain from it. But as a fan, I'm bothered. Just give us the music, bro. Just give us the the, the, the the extraordinary coke raps. Give us give us those tales of powder that, that didn't happen but makes us feel like it did. Give us give us that Johnny Depp and Blow. Give us that Pablo Escobar and the Coca Fields. Give us that, man. You don't have to keep going or, or making this fake beef with a guy who won't even acknowledge you. It's like it's it's kinda like the guy on the street who who sees the fine woman and he hey Maza, he hates Maza, he hates Maza. And then she finally responds and it's not what he wants. And then it's, it's she's a B word and she's this and she's that. And I feel like with the popularity that Drake has when Drake finally turns around and responds, it's not going to be what Pusha T wants. It's really not. And I would hate for Pusha, who's who's done so well as a solo artist. Like, not saying he's sold X amount of records, but he's basically built a solid discography. Something that you could go back and reference and it still sounds fresh. The bars are still there. He's still a, t- a top tier MC. But don't be Meek Mill. Meek survived because Meek is young and Meek has the dirty the dirty dudes behind him. Like, 
I'm I'm a partial dirty dude, so I'm behind Meek myself because his music I I I need that I need that grime sometimes. But Pusha is, I guess he would be considered an Elvis statesman in hip hop, and he doesn't have a fan base of a Meek. He doesn't have you you can't go to a party and expect to hear a Pusha T song in, in rotation. Meek has that, so Meek was able to fall back on that, and he was dating one of the hottest women at the time. So my only hope for Pusha. It's because I don't know if uh did because if somebody can let me know if more life came out in a physical like in a CD form or or or, or whatever. But I think it was just probably strictly digital. But if this is a digital project and Drake drops in June, here we are in May, and Pusha drops tomorrow, then that leaves Drake plenty of time to just go in the studio and say, hey, you know what? I'm tired of you bullying me. I'm gonna make. Another what, what was that song? Uh, tell back gonna make a back to back part two or something. And OVO Fest is coming. That would be that would suck for Def Jam and and good music to have to figure out how to how to bounce back from 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 a Drake public embarrassment. And I mean, sometimes you can win you can win the war and lose the battle. And this isn't even a battle. It's not even. It's no reason for him to even be trying to make this a war because it's like those that know know. As an MC, as far as lyric structure goes, as far as all of that, I'm picking Pusha above Drake. But as as far as artistry goes, Drake is the better artist. And for for Pusha, it's not. It's it's basically it's not the '90s where where bars matter. Now we we in this goofy time. With all these different things matter now, and I would just hate for Pusha to just get lost in the sauce, and that's that's all I'll say about that. But like I said, I'm really looking forward to King Push, because right now we're just in a climate where it's just stupid after stupid, stupid after stupid. Like I just seen a video where DJ Academics, the the guy of internet fame, he made a song as his dude Little Ack or whatever, and it actually sounds catchy. But that just goes to show you that. You add some uh, auto tune, some vocoder, a catchy trap beat. By the way, can we retire the word trap? Can we? Like everything doesn't have to be trap, man. Everything is not trap. By the way, like let's let's just retire that word this year. Let's let's work on that retiring the word trap and, and bringing something new to the table. I don't know. Let's let's just go back to calling it maybe uh, hip hop. Let's go back to calling it rap. Let's just do that. How about that, guys? But, uh, I don't know. Maybe that's too too advanced. Maybe I'm thinking too far ahead of myself. But yeah, uh, I'm I'm basically like I'm I'm all trapped out. So that's what bothered me too because my man J Cole dropped KOD, which I love and I still play. But then I see him team up to do a tour with uh with Young Thug, and I'm like, huh? How does this work? But the only two things that I came up with. Were first of all, J. Cole called Young Thug a genius, and I don't even know what that means. It must be two different forms of genius because I, I, I don't know, but they're, apparently they're going on tour together. So, I'm the, the, the two things I came up with is one, Cole wanted to tour, and his company said. We don't want you to tour by yourself. It's summertime. It's too many other competing factors. If you think about it, summertime is peak festival time. 
it, it's uh, and we have the the king and queen J and B about the to tour. So you know, people have de- allocated all of their funds to that and buying merch. You know, what I mean, people are gonna be buying the Beyonce merch or another Jay Z and her wearing bandanas on the T shirt merch. So people are gonna be dedicated to that. So the fact that I don't see. I don't see the big draw for for a coal. So the the company probably was like nobody's gonna insure us with just you. You need to add another headline. And I'm guessing he figured who better to get than a guy who wears dresses, claims to be a blood, wears nail polish, does all of these goofy things, than Young Thug. Now I don't work for Rock Nation. I would love to work for Rock Nation, but the the the, the brilliant idea would have probably been to get. Cole and Pump on tour together. Him and Little Pump. That would have been a, a, a genius, a genius strategy right there. But I, I don't, I don't. I, that's the only thing I get. And the other, the other uh, idea that I came up with with why they are touring together, why, why Cole and Thug are touring together, is that uh, it's to put the 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 the, uh, the candy in the medicine. Put the medicine in the candy. Excuse me. Um, you 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 grab core you grab thugs core fan base people who are most likely going to be doing perks, zannies, drinking lean, just goofy stuff like that, and then you have them hear uh, hear songs like motivate or ATM. Now the 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 catch with that is will they be sharp enough to catch those lyrics? Will they be sharp enough or hip enough to understand what Cole's talking about? But then the other thing I think about too is. If Young Thug opens up, you know what I mean. Then by the time Cole comes on, everybody who came for Thug might just be like, "Ah, I'm good. I'm good on this Cole guy." Because this is like a weird pairing. I'm not. This is two ends of the spectrum. This is melodic, melodic mumble, melodic mumble rap, which is a new form, versus lyricism concepts. Bars, pure pure artistry. Now I'm not saying Young Thug isn't an artist because I enjoyed the uh, Rich Gang tape with him and uh, Rich Homie Quan. That was one of my favorite tapes. But this this is just basically just two different two different forms of artistry right here, which I I, I don't know. It's gonna be real real crazy to see. Um, yesterday the summertime guy, summertime legend Will Smith. He released a freestyle and I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it, man. People, people was hyping it up. Oh, Will this, Will that. And what we're not going to do is pretend like y'all was checking for Will Smith music because the last time he left us was, I want to say, he put out something in like the 2004, like around time that makes put out welcome back it was like some clap song or whatever and yeah i wasn't checking for that so we, we not about to act like i was checking for big willie style and all of that and i we, we i just hate the revisionist the revisionist history that black culture has for certain aspects man like y'all see one thing and then it's, y'all want to run with it and hype it and all of that yeah i i i, I don't know man but like I always said, the summer doesn't start officially until you hear Will Smith's Summertime. And something blew my mind because I never knew that Rakim wrote that song. 
but it wasn't until that somebody told me that Rakim wrote it that I listened to it and you could hear you could hear Rakim and Will because Will was spitting a little bit hungrier on that he was more like his royalty checks from Fresh Prince didn't come in time you know what I mean and it was a different Will I was like oh okay this is more aggressive and the float, the float, the float, the flow structure was a bit more advanced. So I was like, okay, I can see how that could happen. But we're not about to pretend like we was all out here checking for Will Smith, man. We're not about to do that. Um, I don't know how long I wanted. I didn't. I didn't know how long I wanted to make this episode. Initially, I, I honestly didn't want to go too long. I just wanted to like get my feet wet again because it's. it's it's been a while. It's been like maybe three weeks since I recorded uh, anything. And i just been, you know, just chilling on my hiatus. Just getting my mind right. Getting ready for this big run that's about to happen. And I just wanted to, you know, give something real fast, something quick. Touch the people. Um, I got I got a lot of, a lot of guests coming up that I'm, that I'm working on right now. Won't just be my typical, you know, male chauvinist pigs and all that that I've, I've, I've had on lately. Shout out to uh, shout out to Rod, shout out to Mo, who who keep keep the uh, people laughing with their their hot takes and stuff like that. But I got a, a lot of people in the works, man, and I'm just glad to be back. Honestly, just like it just feels real good to you know be recording again and just getting your ideas out and thoughts. Cause sometimes as a, as a creative, the best way for you to release is just to you know to talk or you know do do your work, do your ideas, be a part of your craft. So. That's why I'm, I'm just happy to be back. Uh, as usual, iTunes, SoundCloud. I'm gonna try to add another platform. But yeah, make sure you guys tell a friend. We going we gonna, we. I need an official theme for the summer, like for the for the podcast. I wanna like have a couple giveaways because I'm definitely gonna do the merch with the uh, the tees and uh, snapbacks and stuff like that. So I wanna do like an official theme of the podcast for the summer. And maybe you guys could like chime in with like some ideas you have in the comments and stuff like that whenever I post up a video on Instagram. But I don't know, man. I'm just happy to be back home, back in New York. I don't touch the people. Uh, I've probably gained about 20 pounds since I've been home, and it's kind of crazy. I need to hit the gym immediately, which I plan to do real soon. And. I feel like this summer, this summer could be one of the most epic summers because I honestly, I got a lot of time on my hands, a lot of time, and I'm just, I'm just trying to, you know, I hate this term, but I'm just trying to live my best life this summer, and I hope everybody, you know, trying to do the same, but we, we definitely going to promote uh, positivity, uh, creators getting together, forming new ideas, you know, things like that, things of that nature. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm gonna keep this one simple and short. Uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, as usual, J.O. Smith on every platform. Make sure you follow, tell a friend. Uh, we back, man. We back. Rejoice. Tell your friends we back. Tell your friends Broken Nasty is back. All right, so I'm gonna highlight you guys next time.